we all wish to love and be loved because caring and to be cared for is deeply hardwired into the human psyche that is why having meaningful and healthy relationships is so vital to a joyous and productive life in gardening is the concept of companion planting this is when you plant a certain set of plants together that mutually thrive for example corn pole beans and squash are called the three sisters when planted in proximity the corn stalks they support the pole beans and the pole beans in turn draw nitrogen from the atmosphere and make the soil more fertile while the squash keeps away the weeds provides shade and thereby retains the moisture in the soil likewise if we can have healthful relationships it enables us all to mutually thrive so what disrupts our relationships the biggest evil is expectations he should have done that she should not have done that expectations invariably lead to frustrations that is why it is said that expectations are premeditated disappointments so look at the kind of things we start expecting the first is expecting people to be perfect while we know that to err is human and yet we often fall into this trap particularly in parent children relationships my child should have gotten better grades my daughter should have gotten into an a tier college and the same thing happens among spouses my husband should have known better my wife should have done that so we need to let go of our expectation of perfection from others as somebody said be lenient when it comes to judging others and be strict when it comes to judging yourself while we are the reverse when we make mistakes we rationalize you know it was for this reason next time i'll do better and for the others we are harsh judges why did she not behave in this manner so the second kind of expectations are about people's actions now we know that everybody has different likes and dislikes one prefers to sit reading a good book while the second chooses to go for movies the third likes to spend time with friends and the fourth wishes to get busy in work it's not that one is right and the other is wrong it's just that people are different and we may as well learn to accept them 
as they are. A third kind of expectation. To feel that others should be knowing my mind. It is a wife's birthday. The husband came home with a gift. And yet he finds that she has a gloomy face. What went wrong, he thinks. Well, the wife had made this desire. My husband should take me out for dinner today because it is my birthday. The husband was not a mind reader. He was unaware of what she was seeking. From his side, he showered his affection. And yet the wife was disappointed because she expected him to know her wishes. A healthier way would have been to communicate them herself. The fourth is expecting reciprocations. I took care of my neighbor when she was unwell. Why is she not taking care of me when I am unwell? Look, relationships are not business contracts. Giving and taking will never be equal because the situations change. You had to spend so much time in her sickness and she needs to spend even more time in your sickness which is not available to her. So the root of all these kinds of expectations is selfishness. This letter I standing for our ego which results in all our demands and all our selfish desires. The scriptures say Sura Naramuni Sabkiyahariti Swarathalagi Karahi Sabpriti in every relationship that anyone enters, the perspective is, what will I get out of it? This selfishness is what undermines the harmony. The Greeks, they described three kinds of love. The first is Eros. This is the sensual kind of love as between husband and wife where the goal is sensuary gratification. A higher kind of love is philios. This is a long-standing affection as between friends and relatives. It is imbued with mutual self-respect, loyalty and adjustment. And the third kind of love is agape love. That is the kind which God has for us souls, his little children. It is selfless, undemanding and freely giving. Let's read about this from The Art and Science of Happiness. Let go of should and shouldn't. When we harbor unrealistic demands of should, must, and ought to, it strains relationships. To promote harmony, reduce should, and become more empathetic. He should have known better. 
She should have returned my call. She is being callous and insincere. The doctor should have spent more time on my diagnosis. My son should not throw tantrums because he did not get the gift he wanted. Factually, the source of our should statements boils down to a sense of entitlement. These are all examples of expressing righteousness. There is no universal law that states our every desire will be fulfilled. As you can see, harboring entitlement leads to disappointments. So re-examine your should statements. When you say, my husband should get back home in time so he spends more time with me. Think about it again and tell yourself, my husband is working so hard to fulfill the demands of his boss just so that he can ensure a comfortable living for his family which is us. When you catch yourself thinking, my child should have come home with better grades. Rethink. He's got his limitations and he's got his own set of talents and abilities. He is trying hard. I need to encourage him and facilitate his journey to higher levels. When we start changing our should statements, which are coming from a sense of entitlement to more empathetic understanding of how others are feeling and where they are. We set the ground for long-lasting, harmonious and joyful relationships. But there is more to understand in making our relationships more blissful and we shall do so in the next episode of this series. Presenting the biggest Diwali Mela ever, DFW Diwali Mela 2023. Fireworks, Ram Leela, Sita Ram procession, laser show, Rangoli exhibits, kids' rides, yummy food pool, eye popping Desi Bazaar, and the hottest concert of the year, the Makedar DFW Diwali Mela, 4th November at Cotton Bowl Stadium. Grab your tickets today. Email rktdfwdiwali mela at gmail.com.